Hello and thank you for joining you, Lady Girl, on Experience Me. My guest today is Nikki Halley. Uh, Nikki suffers from a disabling disease called multiple sclerosis, but this is not intended to be a sad story. Nikki's story is actually very, very inspiring because she pushes through her pain. She wants to share her story so that she can help others. Let's hear what she has to say. Hello. Hi, can I speak to Nikki? Yep, this is me. Hi, Nikki. This is Naja. How are you, honey? I'm good. Good. I just want to let you know that you're on my podcast, Experience Me. So just to let you know that we are live, so to speak, between you and me recording. Uh, I just Mm -hmm. want to give you a call and chat with you and um, hear some of your experiences. First of all, could you tell me where you're from? Um, I'm originally from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. What part of Jersey? And Jersey City. Oh, okay. Okay. And what live, yeah. and you live where now? I, I'm in Dorchester now. You live in Dorchester. Okay. All right. Yeah. What, what was that move like? Um, I, I, it was actually my mom, my grandma and my aunts and them had, they lived here. So I was always back and forth all my life okay. with my, cause yeah, my mom. And then I think when we were, when I was like 11, nine, nine or 11, we, we came up and we didn't go back. Okay. All right. So how do you like Massachusetts, Boston? Oh, I don't like, I don't like Boston. Okay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like, I wouldn't go back to Jersey either, but I do not. Boston, no. I guess maybe it's just sometimes it's the people. Mm, what like, about, the, what about, yeah. explain that to me. Well, well, cause it's like, it's a, it's a whole, like it's a different, it's a different um, experience with me, with friends and even relationships. Like everything is, is different up here. Like in, So what's, in, what's Jersey like? Jersey was difference? more calm, but it, but also Jersey was calm, but I think more so I was familiar. You know, it was more family. Like everybody's down there. My mom, my my dad, people, everything. So maybe that could be it. That could be it. I still have not pinpointed it, but even like friend wise, you know, like my circle's small now, but I had friends and like it seems like the, the friends in Boston, they like to keep stuff up. Like you don't just be a friend. Like you're a friend and then you want to stop talking to people, then you want to start back up. It's like that's too much back and forth. If we're friends, we're going to be friends. That's it. I understand that. That is actually. Actually, everywhere, but I do understand that in uh, <laughs> Massachusetts. So let me just say that. So I, I want to dig into. Thank you for sharing that as well. And so before I move on to your mm-hmm. actual illness, um, so are you? You have family members, correct? Yeah. Okay, and you have yeah. brothers and sisters. Explain that to me. Well, I I am the oldest of three. My mother has three girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the oldest granddaughter. I'm the oldest great grand. Um, yeah. So, and my sister, one sister, I'm 18 years older than the other sister. I am 13, 12, 12 to 13 years older than. Okay, and what's your age? My age, I'm 43 right now. 43. Woo. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, so I, I just want to explain. You have multiple sclerosis, correct? Yes. Okay. And when were you diagnosed with that? 
June 26, 2012. 2012. So how old were you at that time? Oh, let's go. Oh, where was I at? Oh, um, 2000. Roughly. 30, That's I was okay. 30. Yeah, that, yeah. So it looks like, yeah, because I was like 33. No, no, no. 31 because I'm 43 now. Yeah, because okay. I've had it for, yeah, yeah. So I did. That's okay, honey. So I did a little bit of research about multiple sclerosis. I actually do know someone um, that has multiple sclerosis. So I'm very Mm -hmm. um, familiar on that side of it as far as supporting her. So in my research, I did see that it does affect um, uh, people most commonly between the ages of 20 and 40. That's why I asked you how old you were. It's also Mm -hmm. good to know your age as well. But um, yeah, you were on the cusp in, in between that um, that age demographic. So mm-hmm. just in case anybody doesn't know what multiple sclerosis is, it's a potentially disabling disease. It affects your brain in your spinal cord and it, it essentially attacks your immune system and um, it affects, it covers actually, not affects nerve fibers and causes communication problems between your brain and the rest of your body. So in relation to that scope and I mean, you're you're a living example of it. You experience it every day. What is first of all, when you found out, what was that like? Um, When I found out what was it, it it was okay because I kind of knew. I, I, I did my own research and I told when I went in, I said to the doctor, this is either MS or cancer because they always ask you what you think. And he was like, why did you say MS? I did, I did my research. He's like, you're right. I said, okay, so what's the game plan? So, so it wasn't, go ahead. I feel like this was more of a blessing in the curse. This was like a, for me to share my testimony with somebody else. Just because it's happening to me doesn't mean that, you know, I didn't take it as, oh my gosh, you know, God, why did you do that? I felt like this is for me to experience for someone else to see. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. Just a little sidebar. I, I, I pause like that because I just had my own moment relating to your experience. One of the reasons why I actually do this podcast so that I don't necessarily tell people how to live their life. I share my examples and what I experience and whatever you can take from that. And if you don't, you don't. It's fine. But someone that is listening to this will hear your words and hear my words that I told my daughter living examples of the obstacles and um, some of the um, mental distortions that I used to have a long time ago, I went through all of that so that I could support her. So when you just said that about your experience and that, you know, you take it as a blessing, which is very hard in the moment, like when you mm-hmm. first begin to even wrap your head around whatever that obstacle is in your case it's multiple sclerosis you're able to educate teach and have um you know an, an experience with someone that has it or even not because your your experience can be relatable to anybody else's somewhat of an obstacle does that make sense mm-hmm. i don't know if i yeah. said that right <laughs> no 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 i know <laughs> that so, yeah so it was just very interesting and to hear that you are able to take it that way so what what made you come to that decision? Um, with what feeling that way? Yes. 
I don't like my decision. I first of all, I I I am religious. I do go to church, so I just feel like sometimes, you know, like when God gives you something, it's not always just only for you. Just like when people give you something, it's not always for you. Even though they gave it to you, it's not always for you. Mm-hmm. So I I just I don't know. You know, I pray, I go to church. My family's very religious, religious. And and one of the one of the things was because my great aunt had MS. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think I think that's why I was ready. Okay, so you know, when I w- I was trying to no, that's okay. When I earlier, I didn't want to interrupt you, but when you said mm-hmm. you knew, I guess what you just responded is how you knew because it's in your bloodline. Well, they say it's not hereditary. Oh, okay. They, they, yes, they consistently say that it's not hereditary. Everything that I've that I've looked up and seen in the doctors, they continue to say it's not hereditary. Hmm. So that's interesting. So, and it, yeah, it's it's very interesting because I know of a mother and a daughter that had. Yeah, that's why I, I don't know. That's... Yeah, but okay. they're, they're, they're still, yeah, they're still saying that that it's not hereditary. Okay. Well, I'm not going to dispute the medical doctors because you know I'm not. That's not my. Uh, my side. You ask me anything about journalism, I can tell you. But so what are your actual um, symptoms? My actual symptoms could be just anything at any time. I have relapsed and remitting MS. So there are four stages of MS. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry, but I cannot remember all four of them. That's okay. But I'm I'm at the second stage, okay. which is relapse and remitting, which is a good stage. Um, and basically, I may talk to you. I may I may talk to you every day, and then one day I see you. I don't remember your name. Um, oh, okay. I can forget I, if I write too fast. I'll forget how to spell words. Um, I trust myself more in the car than walking. If you can believe that, at some time. I do. If I reach up in the closet, most likely I'm going to fall into the closet. It's like little things. Like the other day, my hands went up. But the good thing about that is that when that happens instantly, then it also can go away instantly. It's the long term stuff that they may not be able to correct. Okay. So, yeah. So in, in it could be anything. Like I woke up one morning. This might have been maybe eight, nine years ago. And I couldn't see my eyes. Every time I opened my eyes, they hurt. I could not see anything. Like I literally had to be driven to the eye doctor that day. So you saw black? I I could not. Yeah. All I could see was my eyelids because I had it. My eyes were, they were hurting so bad to even open. Like it was. Oh, wow. And. Yeah. So, and that was something from the MS. Um, I just recently dealt with my back of my eyelid was sticking, was, was, was sticking to my eye when I was sleeping. So when I would wake up, it would take a layer, it was taking a layer off my eye when I would open my eyes to wake up. Oh, wow. Did that hurt? I mean, mean, that might be a dumb question. um, Yes. No, 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 no. It it was hurtful, but it it made me more sensitive. Like I was literally driving at night with sunglasses because I was so every the the, the street lights, the cars, Mm. everything was so sensitive. And the doctor basically said that is something that with people with dry eyes, you know, experience, but they don't see the, the eyes were not dry. So they couldn't explain it. So most of the time I tell people that I should have like my 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 doctor chart and everything it should be all pink because when you say special everything happens and when they tell me oh no that doesn't happen then normally it happens to me like oh, wow. um yeah like you can get you it's it, it's a lot of different i i can i'll get sharp pains 
I'll feel like my knee is about to give out on me. Um, my my whole left side, I have to take medicine. I have to take pain medicine every morning because if not, my whole left side is it, it hurt. It's in pain. So who, go ahead. who do you live with, Nikki? I live with my two children. Okay, are they supportive? Um, yes. My youngest one is very supportive because, well, my oldest one just got back from college, but my youngest one is very supportive because within the last three or four years, a lot of different stuff has changed and she's watched a lot of it. Um, so you mean what changed with you, your body? With me, yes. My body, um, me being able to do stuff, me, it's, yes, it, it, it's different. And they say when you have MS, the whole family should say they have MS. Because it's a lifestyle that changes for everybody around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I asked you if, you know, who you live very, with. I could be, yeah, I could be very emotional at times. Like if I start crying, I'll cry for like three or four days. So it's, it, it, it's just different situations, different days. Every day, every day to me is a struggle. And the funny thing is people say, oh, you look nice. You look nice. Those are the days where I'm most likely in pain. Mm, yeah. You know, so it's. Yeah, so it, it 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 it's not just one thing. It could be so many different things so at, at different times. Yeah, I always tell people, you know, never you, you never know what someone is experiencing, what they're going through, what they're thinking. I mean, you could look very, very well put together, but you yes. never know. Um, you know, and a lot of people do fake it. So thank you for being actually on here, um, you know, telling, sharing Thanks the world, sharing your story <laughs> to the world, literally. Um, so I do appreciate you actually sharing your story. It's not just something I do just because I just want to have a, a, a well um, uh, showcased podcast. That's not what it really is. Of course, I, you know, of course, I want to have a good podcast, but I really enjoy talking to people about their experiences and allowing them if they choose to to share their information, because honestly, Nikki, your uh, story is going to help someone today, literally today in ongoing. So thank you. Thank you. So you, you're welcome. Um, so you're actually connected to an organization. They're called the National Multiple Sclerosis Society in the greater Boston area. Yes. Okay. Well, well, connected. Yes. But I just, you know, I just I go around and I look and I find stuff like they actually have a um a black ms society as well oh okay um yeah and because it it's different it's 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 different for us as african americans and minorities um they have to kind of treat us more intensely compared to everyone else why is that um the doctor said it has something to do with like like the way it attacks minorities and the, the the way it attacks and it lingers more with us okay is that the stress factor not because so much. It's it, it's whatever the way the doctor explained it to me. It's like whatever is going on with us, ours linger. Like I know my my cousin's grandmother, she has it, and she's like eighty, but she's still taking a shot, no problem. I've I've taken shots. I've taken where I had to sit for infusions. Like all my MS medicine up until now, I was allergic to. Mm. I had to. I had to, one medicine. I had to be pre-medicated. One medicine. I had to be pre-pre-medicated. Everything mm. was a reaction. But she's always taking a shot. As long as I've known, she takes the shot two or three times a week. That's it. No problem with us. And I when I when I was getting that, I had steroid treatments. It, it just was so much. The doctor said just due to us 
and it lingering. So all the doctors that I've had, they've always, they have always fought like intensively with me. Okay. Well, I know that I read and it, it hasn't been medically confirmed, but they talked mm-hmm. about a high percentage of um, the demographic of black people that, um, well, not, not black people. Let, let me back that up. Stress mm-hmm. can cause multiple sclerosis to inflame or you oh, can yeah. get it. So that's why mm-hmm. I had mentioned the stress factor among African-American black people. Um, oh, the stress. Yes. Mm-hmm. To the see stress if, to put me down. Yeah. So I'll be in the bed for two or three days. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's why the doctors um, are particularly paying more close attention to you. It's a mm-hmm. disease that seems like they're still learning about it. They don't know. Certain they're learning, things about they're it. testing, they're developing. Um, the MS Society, they're, they're really good. Like if anyone is looking for anything, like I had, they gave me a whole cooling system for my body with the, with the, that goes on my, around my neck, mm-hmm. on my stomach, on my arms and on my feet. They'll, if you're looking for something, um, it's an excellent resource. If you're, if you're looking for a doctor, if you're looking for anything, if you're just looking for support, mm. because no, it's it, great. Yeah. It, it can get very, very emotional it it can because I find myself being more emotional when I have to say to myself I can't do this anymore Mm. you know and nope I want you to go ahead that's okay oh no I just it it, it gets back and it kind of I'm still doing where I first get upset I keep to myself and then you know I have to regroup like okay but yeah like I used to go food shopping every weekend and I can't do that anymore so and even when I tried to sneak I was like in a bed for two days because I was in so much pain with pushing the car, bringing the food in. Mm -hmm. So my everyday life, I can't do everything by myself. I'm always needing assistance and, you know, or people don't like me to go anywhere by myself now. So it's a change because I'm used to getting in my car and just driving wherever I end up, I end up. Mm -hmm. Have you thought, I know, I I know that your days can be um, a struggle, especially if you're mm -hmm. like completely by yourself. And I know that, you know, you can't have someone around you 24 seven. That's not ideal for most of us. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do want to ask you, what have you considered having your groceries delivered? Okay, so so I wasn't a big online person, and I have that's what I've started to do. Okay, with, with, yes, I started doing that now because I'm like I like to be outside. I like the fresh air. I'm to me, I I need to keep moving. I I understand, I, but you don't if, have to yes. carry a bag of groceries. You can go outside and enjoy the weather. I, yeah, yeah. Well, Let somebody yeah, else that, do they that. Had, for you. They had to get that through my. They had to get it through my head, and I had to come to the realization like, okay, so I can't do that. So some stuff I can't do. My my sisters and um, they're very supportive as well. Um, my mom, you know, everybody is um very supportive. We do the MS walk every year. Mm-hmm. Um, the first weekend in April, we do we do the MS walk. Mm-hmm. And the first year we started, we actually had so many people that came to the walk that they let us lead the um we let off the the um the start of the walk oh, with that's the bag the, yeah with the banner and the bagpipes and so that was cool like mm-hmm. so yeah so I personally I'm still I have still been looking for different things because a lot of stuff goes on you can get online for support groups you a lot of stuff goes on around the area mm-hmm. in the outer skirts of of Boston as well so it's it's just 
like, you know, your comfortability. Mm-hmm. Do you with, know, with the, so since you just mentioned it, do you know of any organizations in the city of Boston um, or in Massachusetts other than um, the, uh, what is it called? The National, what was it called? So, yeah, if you if you go there and you tell them what city you live in. What's then it called? The National, Yes, the Net, um, the MS Society. Yes, okay, I always National just say MS Multiple Society, but National yeah, Society in Great yeah. Boston area. Yeah, so yeah, if you go, if you go to them. They will they will branch you off to different events and so yeah so that's normally where I'll go if I'm looking for something or my doctors will say hey this is going on or something like that Mm -hmm. so I really yes I really go more for you know um, when I'm looking or when I even have time Mm -hmm. one question I did want to ask you um, do I didn't hear you talk or maybe I missed it I apologize but I didn't hear you talk about like stiffening of your body does that happen to you like your joints like yeah yes every yes it it this myth of your body it it i guess it's just it's it's just your body your body changes period you have Mm. all kinds of stuff going on um so what like when i go to when I go to pick something up, if I'm not looking at what I'm picking up, most likely I'll be to knock something over or trip. So that's one thing that I that I have to be mindful of mm-hmm. because to me, my my MS is more cognitive. Okay, I figured I figured yes, I figured that out. Um, I have the I have the two tumors. My two tumors are on my in my brain, but um, you know when they're in the brain, you really don't know what it affects until you go to do something. But they're still the same size from when I was diagnosed. The only thing now is the doctors see um, you know you know when you wash your hands with water and you just sprinkle, yes. so they see sprinkles down my spine, but mm-hmm. but nothing mat nothing there's nothing a mass and there's nothing big. It just sprinkles. So thank you. So what was your life? Life, if you can remember, take me back to the point before you had any symptoms of multiple sclerosis. Tell me what your life was like then. Um, I always was moving about. I always was moving about. Like I told you, I went I used to go food shopping every week. Um, back that before then, my children were younger. My oldest daughter played every sport. We were up at six thirty in in the morning, and my kids are Mecco kids, so. They played instruments. They they was in chorus. So we stayed on the go. I would get in my car and drive to Jersey with any with no problem. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm still on the go. I just I just now I kind of don't move at nobody's pace. Mm-hmm. And I don't and I don't I don't promise I don't promise anything because even if I don't feel good and I promise you something, I'm still gonna push. So I learned now not to say okay I can do it. I'll, let me see what I can do. So I can't be on a time schedule. <laughs> so a lot of people say that in uh, times of, you know, dealing with, um, you know, circumstances that we're not mm-hmm. used to or that we, we are forced to live with. Explain to me how you just do it. Like how, how is, I, I mean, you, you made a very valid statement. <sighs> I'm sure it's true, but, you know, some people just may not even want to get out of bed today because yes, their MS I, is so bad yeah. or whatever they're dealing with. So how do you um, do that? I, you know, it, it, I don't really know. Like I said, my aunt was a great inspiration to me. My, 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 um, my aunt that had MS and I watched her. I watched her, whether she was had a walker, cane or a wheelchair. I watched her take care of her business every time we would go downtown. Um, 
um, we, we would go any, everywhere. Nothing stopped her. And she was not driving. So we would get on the bus. We would get in the cab. It did not matter to her. My, if my aunt said she was going to do this, she did it. And one of my biggest inspirations was when she left Massachusetts and she went down south to live by herself. As a child, as, when I was younger, I couldn't understand why she did that. You have nobody. But I get it more. And it's, it's something that I may do too, because I want my children to live their life. I don't want them to feel like they always have to be worried about me. Like I, I just, I, and it does get burdensome sometimes. Or like when my, when, when we realized I couldn't be in the sun Why and then that? my daughter was playing back, the sun takes so much out of me. Like it, when I tell you, if I'm in the sun and that sun is beaming, you're going to look in my face and you're going to, it's, it's going to be like down. Like it looks like I'm going down. Hmm. The sun just, it takes so much Oh, so you don't, you don't like summertime. I, I know. I don't like summertime at all. So and you I don't be able to move thing. to Florida and retire. Well, <laughs> like they, well, I don't see the funny thing. Now, that funny thing was I went to Barbados mm-hmm. and I had That's a where my nice family time. is from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went there and I was perfectly fine. I didn't use my coolant set. I didn't use anything that I had bought. Not, and, and, you know, and then I had met a guy that was on the beach and he said, you're supposed to get up in the morning. He said, why don't you get up in the morning and get in the water and you'll feel the difference. So I don't know where I'm going yet. Don't, I don't have a clue, but I do need to go somewhere where it's a little bit balanced mm-hmm. because I get, yeah, the summertime, but I, I have had, I have all kinds of, I got all kinds of gadgets that do all kinds of stuff now. Like I, with the MS, you just buy a bunch of trinkets. Like it's yeah. just, it's to me, it slowed me down. It's a different way of living. And I don't think my life has changed all of that. It's just, if I go and I say I want to go out of town and drive, I just have to have somebody compared to me getting up at five o'clock in the morning, getting in my car and going. Yes. Yes. You had to kind of adjust to your new lifestyle. Yes. Yes. And it was an adjustment because I'm also just ending almost a 20 year relationship. So that was an adjustment with me and the girls. And so it's been, been, been different for us. It's been, it's been different. 20 years is a long time. How are you doing? Oh, I am great. And you know, I, yeah, I'm great. I, I was a little bothered at first cause I was so, I felt so good, but I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I really thank you for um, sharing your life story. Like that's big. Thank you. That's big. (laughs) So (laughs) be proud of yourself and be proud that, you know, um, you're giving somebody the opportunity, someone else, the opportunity to heal through your words. Yeah. That's pretty big. I know that you wanted to have your sister friend on here, but she was not able to make it. What's her name? We got to give her a shout out. Oh, 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 I have two of them. Kim and Sida. Yes. Those are, those are my ride or die. Hi, Kim Sida. Yes. Those are my ride or dies. And, you know, and they've learned, and it takes a lot to deal with me because at some points I can get snappy. Mm-hmm. And they know how to handle me. And I'm learning not to do that. Or if I do to apologize, um, I'm taking more notice. Cause I'm very upfront and direct at times. And what I think don't offend people, sometimes it does. And, you know, they'll tell me and, then, you know, I apologize or I yell, I scream at them, all kinds of stuff. And they just love me for who I am. And they said they here for 
Good duration. <laughs> so they passed the test. I always say you do not know who your friends are, especially my daughter. I tell her this all the time. You do not know. Stop calling people your friends that you just met or you've only yes. known people for a few months. They're not your friends until they're tested. And that yeah. is a fact. It's a, it's a true fact. I say to the kids all the time, Associate, not everybody's your friend. You can speak to them every day and they still can't. They, they're not necessarily your friend. Mm-hmm. So you have to, yes, you have to, and and that's true. They have you have to be able to go through some stuff. And we we've I met I met my friend Spider over twenty years ago, and we had moved into an apartment. She lived right next door um, to me, and I thought her her son reminded me of my little cousin. So that's how I started talking with her. And we've been good, bad, ugly through it. So yes, that's and what's up. Kim, shout out to all yes. your friends. Name yes. name your friends. Give them love right now please i know you already said some of them but go ahead i'm gonna give you the yeah, floor right kim, now let me see you got you got you got kim you got sight so you put me on the spot now that's all right got, that's I, all right i got my cousin april my cousin chrissy um my my uncles my uncle mark my uncle rob my mother she is one of my biggest cheerleaders my sister my sister paula my sister ashley my nephew I love him to death. Uh, yes. My kids, I love them. Tanaya and Tanae. Um, <laughs> you sound like you just went in. You won an Oscar. <laughs> yes. That's like, so yes. dope. <laughs> even, even, even my, 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 friend, my friend Kim, her husband, Chris, he has been a really good friend to me. And, you know, he teases us because he, well, he teases because he said he has two wives, but he has been a really good friend to me. They, Always keep me in consideration anything they do, anywhere we go. Because I got to the point where I didn't want to go anywhere because I needed so much extra stuff. Yes. That, you know, I I didn't want to inconvenience everyone else. That's understandable. I got got to that point, you know, and then everybody told me off and I cried about it and I said, okay, but we got to do extra. We went to the beach. We bought almost the whole house. In your situation, I need to be comfortable. Yes. yes. Sometimes you got to be, you just got to accept the help. It's okay. You know, I get it. I get it though. You don't want to always, you want your independence and you don't want to always ask for help. I get it. But especially when it comes to your safety and you just feeling mentally well get the help girl it's okay no no well i see and that's what it is it's like when i can't do something i'll out and i'll tell somebody okay like look y'all this ain't working i can't do it i need help okay but i also don't want like because at first everybody was treating me they was just like 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 with, with how do they say with the white gloves or whatever they was just so like really it and it bothered me because i'm still me just some stuff changed when i was diagnosed i had 12 kids in my house for about a week and a half because they thought i was gonna die mm. just automatically and but so my cousin, my cousin, support my cousin had to do like a powerpoint presentation after church one sunday for everybody to really understand because when my aunt got it we just knew she had it but they didn't have the resources back then and what year was that that she passed or had it it. sorry oh she my grandmother said she got it i want to say in her 30s too her early 30s no i'm saying like what year was that like how long ago um, well, my aunt passed away the year 2012 when I was oh, diagnosed. Okay. So, so she, she didn't even know that I was diagnosed. It was only the last seven years of her life. Okay, got it. I thought it was like yeah. way further back. Okay, got it. 
No, but it was, yeah, so it was, but they didn't have, the, she didn't have the resources. She didn't have wow. any of that. Even still then. And even still then. And then I took my Nana to a um, seminar. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother just cried because she's like, maybe I didn't do enough. But I said, Nana, well, this is new stuff now that's coming out. So no, but, you know, and I'm able now to say to my grandmother, I know what honest Bell said when she just doesn't want to eat. Yeah. Like some days I, I went, Four days without eating. I just didn't. Wow. I didn't feel like it. Like, I just really did not feel like eating. So it's a move. It, it, like, yeah, I'll get to that point where, no, I don't want to eat. Like, I, I'll get to a mood where, like, my stomach's not all right. Or I'll keep going back and forth to the bathroom. Or my bladder. Like, I, I don't empty my bladder. I know that might be personal. But it's it's a lot of stuff that, that, we, sh- that we share. But I also, when stuff is going on with me, I'll go start looking up stuff just to make sure. You know, so I have... I I have a bunch of specialists. I have all kinds of specialists um, where they will they they stay on top of things. They'll you know they'll call or or, or I'm able to call them mm-hmm. just to ask questions if I need any kind of note writing. Um, my doctor made me get a handicap pack, and I said to him, "But I'm not handicapped." He said, "But your days are different yeah. every day." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had a guy call the cops on me because there was nothing wrong with me. Get using a handicap, mm. and I no. said to him, "I'm going to sit right here and wait for them." Listen, people with disabilities have—they um, are very vicious. If you park in their handicap spot, let me tell you something. So, and it's we a was big at fine. the movie. We was at the movie at the no, movie theater, but that's what I'm telling you. It doesn't matter. They do not like you in their in their spot because some people just take people's tags and put it in their car. And you know, in your situation, yeah. he doesn't know you're really not well. But some people are well, and they walk away just fine. So it is frustrating when you have a disability and you actually have to drive um, or walk further because someone took your spot. You know, like so, I don't have anyway. a handicap in front of my house. I don't. I don't think. I need quote unquote fat right now. The doctor just said, you know, just in case. Because if I'm sitting too long when I get up, I'm definitely going to be stiff and I'm definitely going to start limping. Yeah, that's understandable with the condition that you have. Yeah, so it, it you know, it, it's funny the way you know, people treat you or and sometimes I don't quite understand when people are saying something so I'll kind of repeat what you said just to make sure I do, you know, and I, and that sometimes is, is hurtful to me. When people treat me like something's wrong and I'm like no I just want to make sure I understand it I process stuff different I do better with a visual now and I know that so if you don't have nothing for visual yeah good luck with that people are who they are just be who they are are. please forget about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) for real so it's it's still stuff that kind of that people do that that will hurt me hurt my feelings or get me in a mold or you know so I'm still learning how to yeah Mm -hmm. reminds you of your condition and limitations yeah yeah so it kind it can be hurt at times, but you—you—you—you. Huh, you, 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 I know who I—I know—I know who Absolutely. I am. I know what I stand for, and can't no one take that from me. Listen, and on that note, I love that one right there. Ooh, that say that again. <laughs> I Do know you who even I remember? Am. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I know who. Like, wait, wait, wait. I know who I. Uh, look, I can't even That's say. Okay. I know. I know who I. Who I know who I am, and I know. Oh, look, I. 
Look, we yeah, got it. We got it on tape. Don't worry. Don't worry. Anyway, Look, we thank gotta you. remember. Uh, yes. Thank no, go ahead. You. What were you gonna say, sweetheart? I don't want to cut you off. No, 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 no. I, no, I said we. Yeah, we can remember it later. Yeah, that's okay. You. It, it, thank you. Thank you. I really, really mean that. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, I met you. Little backstory. I met Nikki at a restaurant, and it was her birthday like two weeks ago. Right? Two weeks ago? Three it weeks was, ago? It was. It was. Like it was like last week, the week before. Yeah, my birthday was, was the week okay. before. Time is flying. Yeah. But anyway, I met exactly. Nikki. Um, I was with a friend of mine eating uh, dinner, just talking, and then um, there was this rowdy crowd that Nikki was with <laughs> in a good way, though. We was looking over there like, "Yo, maybe we should go over there and hang out with them." <laughs> but um, yeah, that's how I met Nikki at Dorset um, in Boston, and we were just talking. And yeah, she, I just loved her energy and hence here she is on experience me so thank you for even trusting me to share your story so thank you well thank thank you for sharing thank you for sharing the story absolutely um, I, I do agree with you um somebody will will get something be blessed by this and i thank you so much just for being able to communicate it Oh, thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome. And uh, yeah, have a great day. Thank you all for listening. Um, that's it. Thank you for listening. And you will hear from me soon. Thanks for listening to Experience Me. Nikki, you have the last Bye. word. Bye, you guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> all right. We're out. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>